Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Crops. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's another great uh, late summer, early fall day to talk politics that impacts your life and your world and how you can use that politics, the politics of the day, to change your world. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Lots going on out there, folks. Um, chief among them is an incredibly um, incredibly important trial that happens today. And you can be a part of it. In Washington County, up in Hillsborough. Today is the simple, the beginning of a two-day Judge Whipper courtroom trial. It is in the Justice Services Building in Hillsboro. It starts at 9 a.m. It is important that those of you who want to attend, um, understand why this is important. It's more than just showing up. This sends a powerful signal to the judge, Judge Whipper, who's going to rule on this case. He's going to rule whether Tim Sipple, and, and by the way, there is a great um, uh, cleanvoterrolls.com, cleanvoterrolls.com. Come, press release about this came out yesterday it's called the SQL database these are the data log files that tell you everything that's gone on inside a particular voter tab vote tabulation machine now this is very important. And I will have, by the way, this press release on the show plan. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. It is 9 a.m. today. So those of you who are up and around just and you're kind of curious about going to this, get ready to go. 9 a.m. It's in the Justice Services Building at 150 North First Avenue in Hillsboro. Courtroom 405J is in justice. 405, courtroom 405J is in justice. Judge Whipper, W-I-P-P-E-R. It begins at nine. This is the one where Ellen Rosenblum, Oregon's woke leftist attorney general, said, well, you know, we can't, uh, we can't release these things uh, because... Uh, it might, uh, uh, you know, they're supposed to be 
They're not supposed to be connected to the wireless networks. Quote from her filing, and there's a link to it here in the press release, which I'll have on the um, the show plan today at kslm.news on our podcast page. Go to kslm.news, click on local podcast, and then click on political coffee. You'll see today's show, the date, click on it, and all the stories that I'm going to talk about today are listed there in the links to them. Ellen Rosenblum said, quote, even when systems are not directly connected to networks, they are vulnerable to attack through physical or wireless access, unquote. How can that be? Oregon election officials, they write, have said for years that tabulators are not connected to the Internet. Well, what we've found is there are all kinds of security problems with these, including wireless modems inserted into these vote tabulation machines, that are as small as a pencil tip. China manufactures many of these components. Hmm. Gee, I wonder how all of that is happening. Your county clerk doesn't know it, has no idea. This is why this trial today is so important. Dr. Frank is back in town to testify at this trial today. So also are some other very highly qualified, undeniably highly qualified cyber security experts. They're here today for a reason. That's why this trial is so important. Now, this is part of what we're going to talk about tonight. At the Political Coffee Clatch, I want to invite you to those of you who are interested in making sure that we have true voter transparency in this in this county, in all the counties around us, in the state of Oregon. Come and meet us tonight at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill on McGill, McGill Crest out by the Portland Airport. Six o'clock, I'm going to be there. Oregon People's Vote, go to OregonPeoplesVote.com, is also going to be there tonight. They are the local organization, and I'll have a link to them. Uh, they're the local organization that is spearheading the local drive to find those voters that are not real. Those voters that are dead, but are still managing to vote. Those voters who don't live, or they say they're registered to live, but yet still manage to vote. You see, that's voter fraud. All of it violates Oregon law. And we need your help to find all those people And then put that evidence in front of the county clerk and the county sheriff and the commissioners. Because then they will have no excuse not to follow the law. See, the county clerk 
has to follow the law, so also does the county sheriff. And if the county sheriff is presented with enough evidences of actual violation of Oregon law, signed affidavits, then the county sheriff has to begin an investigation, or should anyway. OregonPeoplesVote.com. Tonight, the political coffee clatch beginning at 6 o'clock at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. And yes, they allow you to bring your sidearm. Because they believe in freedom. Ain't that great? By the way, the hullabaloo over Ron DeSantis's brilliant move that exposed the uh, this, the blatant hypocrisy of the left in flying two plane loads of illegal aliens who illegally entered our country because Joe Biden told them to, number one, a long time ago, and he's opened the borders to them, despite what Kamala Harris says. The borders aren't closed. As we found out yesterday, we have reached two million people so far. And there's another year left, or another, excuse me, a month left in the accounting of it all. Two million illegals have flooded across our southern border. Ron DeSantis flies two plane loads, 50 of them, into Martha's Vineyard, you know, the playground of the rich and the privileged, a place that declared itself a sanctuary for illegals. And now a liberal... Texas County Sheriff Javier Salazar has announced that he's going to investigate by claims that illegal migrants were allegedly lured onto the boarding flights, boarding into boarding these flights, okay, by Ron DeSantis. Here's the problem. And there's a video of it, and then there's a liberal attorney who's um engaged in this also here's the problem <coughs> uh there's lots of documentation in fact the story here today that i'll have up on this is a story from the uh daily caller their news foundation has the documents that shows that these illegal aliens were given every opportunity not to travel to Martha's Vineyard and that they knew their destination was Martha's Vineyard. They were asked multiple times. All of this is documented. So it's another liberal lie and hypocrisy that has been as exposed here. This is a good thing. Now, let's talk a little bit more about why this is important. Well, it's important because you have to, you have the actual truth and the documentation that then you put out there. Now, let's talk about it in regards to Trump's legal team telling the new special master who's requested document declassification details. 
They have rejected a request to disclose details, according to this Epoch Times story today. The details about the documents seized by the FBI at Mar-a-Lago. And the reason that they rejected the special master's request is twofold. Because it wasn't a requirement of District Judge Eileen Cannon's order appointing Raymond Deary as the special master, number one. And number two is it could disadvantage the plaintiff. Why? Why could it disadvantage the plaintiff? Because, as they say in a court filing, Trump's lawyers now, that disclosing this documentation puts them at a disadvantage if Trump is indicted, especially without it being a requirement, the district court's order. Folks, they're expecting that Merrick Garland, Merrick Garland is going to indict Donald Trump. They're not going to show their cards, so to speak, about his innocence. Why? Because he declassified all of this stuff. That ought to give Merrick Garland a little bit of trepidation. You see, he probably doesn't have the declassified documents. Who knows? That's why Trump isn't disclosed. Back in a moment, there's more to talk about. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty is that power Buick GMC talk line. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Peter had sent me an email about Biden's executive order on eugenics and transhumanism. Yeah, he has done it, folks. It'll rear its ugly head later on down the road. Believe me, it will. Dwight sent me an email about woke classrooms are prompting more parents and teachers to speak out against critical race theory. And that's a great reason for you to be involved in the recall effort against the the woke Salem-Kaiser School District Board and others. Gary had written a um, email about Biden's war on the economy. And it's a good one. And it's about basically communism. It's a long one. I I can't read it. Um, If you want me to read in one of your emails, then they need to be shorter than that. Uh, Dale writes an email about Ellen Rosenblum and this trial that's happening today. 
Uh, Dr. Frank will be back in town for a couple of days. This is a two-day trial. It's happening up in Washington County today, 9 a.m. at the Justice Center, First Avenue, room 405, Judge Whipper's courtroom. Dale writes about Rosenblum. The question one has to ask oneself is, why is Rosenblum so resistant, so unhelpful, and as pertains to voting integrity questions. Why is that? That's a great question. Because remember, she is admitting that these machines, which our county clerks believe cannot be connected to the internet, can in fact be hacked wirelessly. She said that in her court filing. What's the significance of that? Well, remember yesterday we said go to DennisMontgomery.com? Read about the significance of that. Because Dennis Montgomery has the data, which now Mike Lindell owns. And they've asked a judge to remove the gag order on this data. Why? Because former DNI under W. Bush... Negroponte said in a 12-page filing, well, it could compromise national security. Really? The data that shows the hacking that went on in 2020, and it continues to this day, and that's why we will have data experts in Oregon, nationally known, unassailable reputations are going to be in Oregon today for this trial. This is why we're going to have them talking about that it wasn't just 2020. It's 2021, the Tina Peters case, and others in 2022. That's why Rosenblum doesn't want the data out there. Why? Because they know the machines are being hacked. Why? Isn't that illegal? Why would you not want to assist A.G. Rosenblum former DNI Negroponte, why would you not want to assist proving of a crime? That's a good question. Does that crime benefit one party over the other? Hmm? Maybe it does. Friends, I want to invite you to if you need a contractor for your home, talk to Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. Go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com. On that website, you will see great stuff. Great stuff. About why you should have incredible belief and confidence in Eric Azier to come into your home or your business and do extremely high quality work because that's what he focuses on. He's not looking for quantity. He's just looking to do great work for you. Quality work. Righteousrenovations.com Righteousrenovations.com Oregon Firearms Federation. Thank you, Freddie. Has a, has a screenshot he sent me of Christine Drazen. And here's the Oregon Firearms Federation caption next to Christine's smiling face. Quote, after Tina Kotek's staffer was arrested for interfering with a 
police officer at a Portland riot, Christine Drazen joined with Kotek and voted to change the law to make that conduct virtually legal. That's your Republican candidate, Christine Drazen, who voted for every one of Tina Kotek's anti-cop bills, by the way. Julie writes a text message, or actually an email. The Texas sheriff investigating DeSantis should be investigating the deaths of 50 people in the tractor trailer several weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. That happened in Bexar County. But remember, he's a woke sheriff. So I guess it's okay. By the way, you got to love um, Carrie Lake. I mean, this is, she launches a new tour called the Ask Me Anything Tour around Arizona because her Democrat opponent is the current Secretary of State installed by George Soros who's not agreeing and refuses to agree to debate Kerry. Now that's the kind of that I like and I want to see more of in Oregon it's one of the reasons I support Johnson back in a moment at 6 30. No, that's not poverty. Hey, did you leave us a light on their faces? We are back. Great to be with you 24 minutes before the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And if they're not too long, I will do my best to read them on the air. By the way, in Oregon's governor's election... You know, the, the Democrat um, Governors Association just pumped another $1.25 million into Tina Kotek's campaign. Now, that means she's gotten $3 million from them. Which she got Wednesday, and it was reported last Friday. Now, Republican Governors Association, their counterpart, just gave another million to Christine Drazen. So Tina has raised 10.5 since January 2021, 10.5 million. Drazen has raised 9.3 million since that time frame. Betsy has raised 11.5, although the story in the Oregonian notes that that's a bit outdated. Why? Because she's waiting the maximum time allowed under law to disclose those transactions. You see, Betsy's most recent reported contributions and spending are from late August. 
she has a little bit longer that she can go ahead and wait until she has to disclose it. Now, ask yourself this question. Yeah, I know Newt uh, raised, uh, slightly outraised Kate in the last election. It wasn't much. It was it was basically dead even. But the unions were huge, massive contributors to Kate Brown's campaign against Newt Bueller. The unions have been dramatically hurt in Oregon by the work that the Freedom Foundation has done. And I'm going to tell you this, folks. I went to their dinner with Nigel Farage, who appeared from England as he couldn't be there because of the, the Queen's funeral, which happened yesterday. Many of us watched little bits of that, or all of it, some of you. Uh, anyway, Nigel Farage was there, and Freedom Foundation has been educating the workers, got all government unionized workers about under the Supreme Court's decision, the Janus decision, these workers don't have to belong to the union. They have been exiting the union. That has, it, and the Freedom Foundation has stunning graphic of how much money the Freedom Foundation's efforts in Oregon have cost the unions in Oregon. It is an amazing amount of money, but now they're working all across, they're in all 50 states now. They are working all across the country. They have cost the unions millions and millions of dollars here in Oregon and over 200 million nationally. This is money that's going into the pockets of workers, no longer into the pockets of Tina Kotek and fellow woke leftist politicians running for office in the Oregon legislature, Congress, and governor. This is a big deal. This is why the Democrats are pumping money into Tina Kotek's race. Because they see the poll, they have polling too, folks. They know that there's a significant portion of the Democrat Party in Oregon and the independents, a bunch of them enough to lose this race. The Cook political report, in fact, Tina Kotek sent out an email, a panicked email, basically, Sunday, saying the Cook political report has moved our race from being solidly Democrat to a toss-up. Oops. They're worried, and they ought to be worried. This is the perfect storm, and this is the perfect opportunity as I was having a conversation with a currently sitting legislator yesterday. As I was going round and round the field in a tractor, we were talking about politics and talking about the opportunity this legislator has to win in a solid Democrat district. And there's polling to prove it in that district. This is a unique opportunity, folks. If people are willing to stand up Candidates are willing to stand up and be bold, like Carrie Lake, who's on the Ask Me Anything tour. And, of course, there's another story on the Oregon Catalyst about how Tina Kotek helped the Progressive Party candidate exit the governor's race, promising something of value. 
which is illegal, by the way, and she ought to be sued for it. She promised the Nath Natalie Par Paravacini, a naturopathic doctor who filed to run for governor as the Progressive Party and Pacific Green Party candidate. She withdrew her candidacy on the deadline. Why? Because Kotech admitted she would carry out this person's core issue, enacting campaign finance regulations. Isn't that giving something a benefit? It is. It's illegal. Where's Ellen Rosenblum when you need her? Oh. Hmm. Ellen Rosenblum is <clears throat> testifying at a trial today to keep the data secret on the elections. That's the trial you should be at today. We want to pack the courtroom, folks. Today, 9 a.m., Hillsborough at the Justice Center. I'll have the address and so forth and the press release from Clean Voter Rolls up there. 9 a.m., courtroom 405, J is in justice. Today, Dale writes a text message says, your broadcasts and commercials are experiencing some random digital type interference. Darn. He does say, I sent Betsy a little more money the other day. If anyone would send $5, we could save Oregon from Kotech. That and steady, fervent prayer. And he says, I also sent Carrie Lake a small check. Thank you, Dale. And you're right, steady, fervent prayer is the key to all of this. All right, let's go to the phones. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, I want to talk about the Democrats and their lies about all of us being uh, racist um, because it just isn't true. I am for legal immigration. I am for the law to be followed. And I love the Hispanic people. I love them a lot. Hey, all the work that recently has been done on my house was done by Hispanic people. They are really hard workers. They were legal, and let me tell you, Jeff, I embraced them. My daughter-in-law is Hispanic. My grandson is going to be Hispanic. We must, must, must fight the left and the news media and their crazy narrative about us being racist because it's just a dang lie, Jeff. And and every time they label us as racist, we need to fight back harder and harder. Hey, Florida, Texas, all they want is legal immigration. They don't want their state to be flooded by People who are breaking the law. When you break the law, whether you're white, 
black, brown, or red, you need to be held accountable. But if you're hardworking and you follow the laws, I embrace everybody, everybody. But the Democrats label us as racist. They're liars, Jeff. They're liars, liars, and we need to be hold them accountable for their lies. And the same with the dang news media. What they're saying about the governors of Texas and Florida is just not factual. You're right, and you're right about that we need to push back, and we need to do that at every opportunity, in every medium that we possibly can. And it's up to us. And if we don't, then that narrative stays out there. And we do that in a number of ways. It's the proactive comments that we make on issues like the Oregon State Board of Education voting unanimously yesterday to deny a petition that would change the law putting tampons in boys' bathrooms. They got 150 comments, and almost all the comments supported the petition to change the law, supported the idea that it's dumb to put tampons in boys' bathrooms and the comment from one of the and, and art i gotta let you go because i i need to god bless yeah thank thank you brother yeah one of the comments folks it's blow you away i'll tell you what this comment is and some more of your emails we get back on the other side of the break at 6 48 you're not gonna believe what this board member of the oregon board of education installed by camp kate brown said oh maybe you will believe Ten minutes till the top of the hour. The chair of the um, Oregon Board of Education, Guadalupe Martinez Zapata, pointed out that changing or repealing the rule as this petition, which got 150 comments, almost all of them in support of the petition to change the rule, would violate the laws enacted. No, it wouldn't. Because you see state agencies change the meaning of laws all the time. I know, I experienced it personally as a legislator. This is just a cheap cop-out on the part of the Board of Education. By the way, in this story, they do note something. They, they did get a few comments from people who said they wanted to keep the law in place because including these products in boys' bathrooms, tampons, would ensure that transgender boys or non-binary students have access to the menstrual items they need. Let that sink in for a moment. How is it that boys 
can experiencing can experience menstruation hmm? or non-binary. Oh, that's the girls you mean that now identify as boys and walk into a boy's bathroom. It's stunning what people believe, isn't it? Got an email from Rich. It says, I find it strange that O'Biden's 60 Minutes talk was talking about thermonuclear war with the group that is paying him to help destroy this country. Why would you go to war with your benefactor? I think he's talking about, you know, the Russians. Pandemic is over. I thought it was over months ago, Rich writes. We were just held down by the dictators using the excuse of the emergency for control while they think up new, a new lockdown scenario. What scenario would that be? Wonder what it will be just before the elections. How many of you, by the way, think that? I do. I think they're definitely, definitely going to use some excuse. You don't need an excuse, however, like hot weather that's going to be here, you know, part of today, and it's going to cool down for a few days, and it's coming back. You don't need an excuse to call Freedom Heating and Air. Have them come out and do a tune-up for your home heating or your business HVAC system. Because winter's coming, and you want that thing working right. A great reason for you to call Freedom Heating and Air before it becomes a problem for you. Give them a call, 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. That's freedomheatingandair.net. So tonight is the political coffee clutch. Come and join us, 6 o'clock at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, Salem and McGillcrest. If you want to get active, if you want to just learn a lot more about what has been going on locally in the Marion County Clerk's Office, if you want to learn more about what's been happening with Oregon's people's votes and others around the state that are out investigating, finding the phantom voters, finding the counterfeit votes, and getting actual evidence that can be put in front of a county clerk, in front of a county sheriff so he can begin an investigation, and in front of the county commissioners, maybe in front of a judge, the DA. If you want to learn more about that, join us tonight. Political coffee clatch, we call it. It's the informal thing. I'll be there at 6 o'clock tonight, Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. Come and join us. Also, make it a point to go pack the courtroom today in Hillsborough. It's worth it, folks. It is worth it to stand up and show the judge and Ellen Rosenblum that people care about voting transparency. Because the experts, the cybersecurity experts are going to be there on our side in the simple case. They're going to be there to testify that they have evidence 
that there is, in fact, hacking going on. There has been, unbeknownst to the state and unbeknownst to the county clerks. That's what the SQL database fight is all about. These are the data log files that show, yup, these vote tabulation machines have actually been compromised. They've been hacked, folks. Now, why wouldn't, again, I asked the question, why wouldn't Ellen Rosenblum want that information to be put out there? Doesn't she want to bring the hackers to justice? Wouldn't the county DA, which, by the way, sided with Tim Sipple, wouldn't the county DA want to know through the release of this data if, in fact, these databases were hacked when they're not supposed to be hackable? Yeah, I would think so. Anyway, the entire saga of this story was put out in a press release yesterday by Clean Voter Rolls. And I'll have that on the show plan today. So you can read it and you can understand it. But the trial begins at 9 a.m. at the Justice Center in Hillsborough on First Avenue. Today, 9 a.m., courtroom 405J is in justice. We need you to pack the courtroom, folks. It is extremely important. Extremely important. we got to stand up. You also uh, need to stand up for your body if your body is hurting you, folks. That's what it's all about. That's all using Mother Nature to make your body feel better. I do it on the days that I have particular aches and pains. Maybe I don't sleep right on my neck and my shoulders and my neck hurt through the day. I use the great CBD product from ProBioscience here in Salem called the Butter Salve. And it works, folks. It really works. ProBioscience uses only Oregon-grown CBD, which is the highest quality there is. I know, remember, I used to grow CBD oil, and I sold it to ProBioscience. And I had to put up with the toughest standards in the nation when it comes to growing CBD. And I did. That assures you that you're going to get the highest quality product out there. It's not cheap Chinese isolate coming in. Who knows what's in that stuff? This is real, highly potent, highly effective CBD products. They also have CBD products with absolute guaranteed to have zero THC in it. So if you're in a sensitive position that is drug tested, and some of you are, you can be assured that ProBioscience will give you products. Now, if you go online to buy, you can buy products from ProBioscience that are guaranteed not to have THC in it. So you can pass a drug test. And you can call them anytime and talk with them about it. They're more than happy to have those conversations with you. Go to hempandcbdoutlet.com. Use the discount code for the month of September, the word SCHOOL, 15% off. 15% off. Use the discount code SCHOOL. Hey, I'm back tomorrow, but I'm going to be at the political coffee clutch tonight, 6 o'clock. Come join us. Make it a great day. Keep praying and fighting and believing for everything you believe. Come on.
Superman.